Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. And yes, here we are on the Spirit Seeker Hour. It comes to you each and every week. And what is beautiful about the blog format for radio shows is that we have people who listen to it at all hours of the day and night as their spiritual nourishment, their you know stimulus for change, etc. So we have over 300 shows archived. You can easily access them at any time. Just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cindy Meyer, and that's spelled C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R. And I like to do this at the front end of the show. There are several ways that you um, can support our show. One is by favoriting uh, the show. It lets the blog talk people that watch the stats and watch the number of listens. It just helps them uh, by saying, hey, people are really listening to that show and they like it. And because of that, we're a featured show now on Blog Talk. So I really want to thank all of you for doing that. The other thing is that um, if you send an email to info, info at spiritseeker.com, we will add you to our sacrosanct email list. We send out notices about the radio show each and every week and letting you know who the guests are that week, and we also um, let you know the upcoming guests. We also let you know when uh, the magazine, uh, which is called Spirit Seeker Magazine, and it's been published for 17 years in the Midwest, but it's been online since 1998. So we um, we let you know when the new magazine is online, and our online version is actually uh, larger than our print Midwest version. So always wonderful articles to stimulate, um, you know, the mind, body, and spirit. Um, the other announcements that I do want to make is that Spirit Seeker is very pleased to be a sponsor. Well, not exactly. Well, yeah, we're going to. I'm going to call it a sponsor. We are supporting um, a, a nice, wonderful Midwest event that's coming up. Deva Pramal and Meeton, who are known as the Mantra Masters um, through many yoga studios throughout the world. They will be coming with the Guru Ganesha Band to Skokie, Illinois, which is uh, right outside Chicago, and that is on September the 10th. So Spirit Seeker will be there, you know, with the magazine. And just, you know, if you've never been to one of their uh, events, it's well worth the travel. And they are uh, also doing a national U.S. tour. So check their website, Deva and um, davidpramal.com, I think it is. And it's in Spirit Seeker Magazine, and there's a wonderful article about it. I should give you the correct email on that. But if you just look up David Pramal, you'll find her. The other thing is that we are doing an, a, a crystal mining adventure in Arkansas, and that is coming up, and this is a first-time event for Spirit Seeker. We will be um, uh, there on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday excavating crystals, uh, and it's the new moon in Virgo, so we will do meditations, we will learn about crystals, we will um, be going in the mineral spring-fed bathhouses, which have been uh, there since the turn of the century, and we will be staying in the Arlington Hotel, which is very famous through, you know, 
they had Babe Ruth and all kinds of baseball players and lots of presidents that stayed there and et cetera. And it's just a fabulous place. They also have a spring-fed hot tub and two swimming pools. And that is September 6th through 8th. So if you can join us, you can easily fly into the Little Rock uh, Airport or you can drive. We have people coming from Kansas City, Columbia, Chicago, all over the Midwest. So if you would like to join us, just uh, send me an email, info at spiritseeker.com, and we'll send you information. One more announcement, and then we go full into the show. Okay, the next announcement is that I am offering a free feng shui class this Thursday. And when I say free, it is you do have to register because um, – there's a, uh, a, a form that I want to send you so that you'll have it right in front of you when I do the call. So you pre-register, send me an email to info at spiritseeker.com, and I'll send you the link. And um, and then it's it's from 7 until 8 p.m. Central Time, and you'll learn a lot. If you are ready for change and you really want um, more energy but in a balanced, harmonious way, then you'll learn a lot in that one hour. All right, that is it. We are finished with announcements. So now, it is my pleasure to bring on my guest. Uh, I will will be spending the hour tonight with Shelley Wilson, who's an intuitive medium, a Reiki master, a spiritual teacher. She's an author. She's a radio show host. She's wears many hats, and I like what it says on her website. She says, who am I? I know that I am a woman, a wife, a mother, a daughter, a sister, a friend, but who am I really? I am all of these and also none of these. The truth of who I really am is that I am a soul in a physical body having a human experience because my soul chose to be incarnated on earth at this time. Yeah, there you go. You got a feeling of Shelly already. So, Shelly, are you there? I am there. <laughs> well, I have looked forward to this interview. We have been, you know, back and forth, but this is our first in-depth time together. So I just yes. really want to thank you for holding space and being, you know, I know you're in St. Louis and I, I, I just missed seeing you. Well, but you just came back from Spain, too. I know. I was in Spain and Morocco for 16 days and I came back and it was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. But it was worth everything, you know. I mean, it was it was fabulous. But you know how you 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 spend two weeks catching up from even yes. being away for a few days. So yes, exactly. yeah. So well, I well, definitely want to say, Cindy, I'm very delighted to be here tonight, and and I will be coming back to St. Louis. So I know we'll get to meet in person great. sooner than later. <laughs> well, and and you're in the Kansas City area. And Actually, I'm in Oklahoma. Oh, I am so sorry. Why did I think you? I've always thought that. That's funny. I'm originally from um, that area. That's where my family's from. That's where I was born, actually, Tonganoxie, Kansas. And so I live um, in our northeast of Tulsa. Okay. So I just, you know how you program in something and then you Uh just assume that that's it? But um, so, well, that's the Midwest, though. You've got the red mud in a different way, what we're going to get in Arkansas. (laughs) But, you know, when people think of the Midwest back back before people realized that we were the heart chakra of the country, a lot of times you will say, you live where? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what I find fascinating is, you know, people are awake. I mean, there's like, there's conferences in Arkansas. There's just people everywhere. And Arkansas has become this new hot mecca yes. for people moving there. And, you know, there's just so much happening in the heartland. Yeah, and I was just in um, Springdale, Arkansas a month ago. I attended Dolores Cannon's Transformation Conference, and I've also done some work in Fayetteville, and I'll actually be going back to Fayetteville end of September. 
said, I'm right here in Oklahoma, literally two hours away from Fayetteville, Springdale, all that area. And here in Oklahoma, it's very surprising, but, but the, the people are awakening as well. And, and literally this coming weekend, I'll be working a spirit fair that Cindy Green puts on. She puts on four fairs in Oklahoma City and four fairs in Tulsa each year. I know of Cindy because she used to do the shows in Springfield. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and, and she, I knew that you mm-hmm. know she she changed some of the venues, but I'm glad to hear she's still doing this work. Yes, and she did a few in Kansas City too. We were there in March, and you know she just has to look at the market and and the feasibility for travel and the vendors and and things like that. And and it's a beautiful thing because as I said, here in Oklahoma, literally people are coming together, congregating, allowing one another to be who they are without. Judgment, you know, we have to recognize too. Although this is the heart chakra, it's also the Bible Belt, and oh, yes. there's still a lot of fear involved with, you know, the religious aspects. And and I can speak for that personally, based on my own family experiences. And and the Cindy, I've come to realize that the more that I am who I am, and let go of the fear of what other people will think, even if it's parents and siblings then I'm much happier because that fear doesn't serve a purpose. Right. Well, and we we know that where the attention goes, the energy flows. So if it's into fear, it causes contractions and, you know, guilt of any kind demands punishment. And so whenever we're, like, playing small, it, it you know, the universe will either do one of two things, allow us to stay small or kick us in a different way to say, excuse me, excuse me, I, I, um, I, I thought we had other agreements here. <laughs> right, exactly. Right, and it's, you know, it's, it is interesting. Um, I mean, I can remember when, you know, it used to be that it was 10 years. If something was happening in California or uh, East Coast, it would take 10 years, especially in the traditional health care, some of the trends, you know, the trending, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And you would, you would see things happening, and you'd be like, oh, that'll never happen here. But then 10 years later, it would be here. So I can remember many years ago someone saying, once – the um, the awakening happens in the heartland. It will anchor it from every direction, and I oh, wow. really, I do feel that you know. I just got chills with that. Yeah. Not, well, I firmly believe it because, yeah. um, and now there, you know, you're in the Midwest, but it's because of the internet, everything has changed. Even this type of radio. I mean, I I had a radio show in a traditional studio for a long time. I thought that was the only way to go. I resisted Internet radio, you know, thinking, well, you know, I don't know. I'm just not sure. And now I see the ease and I see that, you know, thousands and thousands of listeners that are listening off airtime as well Mm -hmm. as on airtime. I mean, don't you find it fascinating? Oh, I do. And, you know, I have my own show and I've been doing it for nearly two years now. and And I have to say, just as you mentioned at the beginning, whether people are listening live or listening to the archive, people are listening. And right. it, it's a beautiful thing because all of those shows are there for people to access, and they can download them via iTunes and, you know, enjoy them at any moment. And, and I think it's just a beautiful thing that we are doing because we're raising the consciousness of humanity as a whole. Right. So, Shelley, how... What were you like as a little girl? I just want to, like, were you one of those that, like, you know, just looked around and asked questions? And <laughs> I did. Actually, I did. My, I was raised Baptist, and my dad's a civil engineer, so I did not get my questions answered. I, you know, was in awe a lot and, and saw things, felt things, very sensitive child, but it wasn't 
literally until I woke up and, and my awakening I recognized in 1999 I had this opportunity because things were like really clicking I always knew things but it wasn't until 2008 and it was literally when I had a reading with a woman who later became my Reiki master that it was like a light bulb switch went off and, and ever since then I have been what I would say and, and what others would say especially you're on this fast track and I'm like, no, I've been on this track for 42 years. It's just now I'm ready. And I began developing what I knew and, and studied with Sonia Choquette and Lisa Williams and Jamie Van Prague and John Holland. And Spirit, obviously, is my number one teacher. And I just am thankful for every moment to enjoy this life that I'm living because for so long, Cindy, I simply existed. I was just going through the motions, and, and I feel that that's what a lot of people do. They don't really live. Right, right. You know, there's a there's a phrase that I heard many years ago, and <clears throat> whenever I find myself in a loop, like, you know, just kind of like not not being conscious, which happens occasionally. You know, we all, you know, are more awake than, well, actually now I feel like I'm awake all the time. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but you know, when working with clients and, and, you know, with my coaching practice, sometimes, you know, you can just see that people are just like, they're like the downtrodden, you know, they're mm-hmm. like these, these yokes. And so I say, you know, we are not here to dig in the ditch, to make of the money, to buy of the food, to give us the strength the dig of the ditch mm-hmm. there's there has to be more and i i think that once a person realizes that oh my gosh all you know all i'm doing is going to work getting in the car coming home boom next day mm-hmm. and it's like when there's nothing to feed spirit it just doesn't work and so yeah. i've told many people or not told suggested spirit you know spirit always guides as we both know like, try a different route to work. Try a different, you know, like if you go the same way every single day, go a different way, you know. And it's like just by changing a route to a, a destination, you see things in a whole new way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and it has to do purely with our perception. And, and that's what you were talking about is what I was saying about existing. People just go through the day-to-day motions without having that sparklet. And once we have that sparklet and, and we begin to really feel passionate and we really live in this moment in the present state of being rather than dwelling in the past or contemplating the future, we bring all of our energy to this present moment, that's when we really live. Right. So, Shelley, you've written two books. And yes. um, I would like to talk first about the 28 Days to a New You. And I... I um, you know, preparing for the interview, I, you know, I, I zipped through both of these books, which are beautiful, but I just, a lot of times what I'll do is just open a book for inspiration, knowing in that moment I find exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, so what is the perfect way to, to give people a snippet of this book and then we'll talk about it. So I opened it to Day 3 to a New You, mm-hmm. Law of Attraction. Yes. So uh, the saying is from Buddha, and it's uh, I love this. And then you know I'm going to let you talk about it. It says, "What we are today comes from our thoughts of yesterday, and our present thoughts build our life of tomorrow. Our life is the creation of our mind." Buddha. Yes, and and what I was just saying prior to that, Cindy, is rings true because what we put out with our thoughts, our words, our actions is what we draw back to us. So if we focus on dwelling in the past or contemplating the future, well, we're not really 
being present in this moment. And, and once we bring our energy to the right here, right now, be mindful, and I use the word mindful rather than cautious or careful because mindful is an awareness. It's a higher vibration word. And by being mindful, we bring our awareness to this present state of time, to this present being, and then we really pay attention to that energy we're putting out there because that's what we're going to draw back to us. What we focus on becomes our reality. And so many people want something different, but they're still focusing on what they presently have. And that's where we have to shift and, and change that. And we have to be mindful of the words we use. So when you wrote this book, what, um, you know, the 28, is that symbolic? Well, what happened literally is it it just came to me. You know how our guides give us information. And so 28 days is a nice number as far as that seven days a week and, and four weeks. And, it, you know, there's a belief that it takes 21 days to change a habit, and, and that's an average assessment because some people may change a habit sooner or it may take longer. But what I've done here is focused on 28 topics. And this book is an, is an easy to read because it's very much how I teach, very much conversational writing. And I, I focus on a topic for each of the 28 days and then offer um, questions to consider as well as a message for each day from the angels. And this, in other words, just allows people that opportunity to start shifting their perception, to change the way they look at things, because we can't change our past experiences. We can only change our perception of how we view them. You know, it's funny. There's a, a book, um, Love is Letting Go of Fear, by Gerald Jampolsky. Uh-huh. And one of my favorite parts of that book is where he talks about if you would just look at your life as a movie, and never, ever in the history of time, you know, for the most part, has there been a movie that has been, you know, one time, you know, and it's and it's perfect. Normally, there's a scene that's not, you know, exactly as you want it, so you edit it out and splice in the perfect scene so that the movie, when it comes to the theater, is perfect. He says, your life is like that. You can't change it, but you can change your perception yes. of it, yes. which is where the, the magic is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it it has to do with that because, you know, everyone has experiences that they wish they would not have had. They have these regrets. They may have guilt and shame tied to those experiences. The thing is, the choice that you made at the time you made it was the right choice, and that right is in quotes because based on the information you had or the guidance you felt or whatever, you made that choice. It's only later when you have more information that you have those regrets, and that's where you got to let that go. You have to release that energy. Right. I once had the um, beautiful honor and privilege of interviewing Esther Hicks. and Oh, wonderful. Oh, I know. It was like all the different, um, about 15 different new um, new thought magazines throughout the U.S., and we were each allowed to ask three questions. And um, But, you know, I wrote down the answer, of course, to each and every person's questions because we were all part of the same mind. And um, and and listeners, you know, as we're going through tonight and we do the readings, pay attention because someone else may ask a question and the answer from spirit is totally your answer too. Yeah. But what Esther said during that interview, and I'll never forget it, she said, regret and resentment are the total vibrational opposite of the art of allowing. 
And, you know, they wrote that book, The Law of Attraction, and then they wrote The Deliberate Art of Allowing because what they realized is that a lot of people knew how to manifest and attract but they didn't know how to hold on to it. Like people would win the lottery and then within two years their life would have gone, you know, totally down, you know, the tubes. So it was like, okay, manifesting is only part of it, you know, and the law of attraction, but then you have to keep yourself cleared in the moment, like you're talking about, Mm -hmm. to really hold that space and, and allow yourself to have that much good. Yes, and I use the word allow a lot because once you get in the flow, you have to allow yourself to continue to be in that flow. Absolutely, absolutely. So listeners, we're going to talk just a few more moments, and then if you would like to ask a question, Shelley and I will do as many readings as we can, um, you know, time allowing. We do ask you to limit it to one question, Um so that we can help as many people as possible. And all you have to do is press one um, pound on your phone, or one star, I think it is, and then my producer will let me know that um, you have a question. But, Shelley, before before we, you know, start helping, I, I want I would just like to hear just a little bit more about um, how I know you're a Ricky master and, you know, you're, you do a lot of different things. So at what point in your life did you realize that, oh, my, I think I know, like, I just know things, and you know, and you do you do mediumship work. Mm-hmm. So, and I noticed some of the people you mentioned that you studied with. And by the way, Sonia Chokat just came out with a new book. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> I know. I mean, you know, we we're lucky. Look at all the people we've had. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, out there. I mean, thirty, forty years ago, there weren't that many people, and now there's so many people that are helping. You know with this arena but but for you like at what age did you start knowing that you were just a little more awake well it was probably as i said progressive um and i've always known things even you know talking to my children my husband things like that and i would say things to them and they would kind of look at me like how do you know this and and i didn't really know how i knew i just knew and and what has happened over the years cindy was trust trusting that information that I that came through and and as I gained that confidence and really opened up that throat chakra and allowed myself to speak my truth opened up that heart chakra really allowed myself to open to love and to be loved coming from a place of love it has just been a progression probably especially over the last five or six years when I just delved in head first and have not looked back one moment and and I've really um, just made myself available to spirit all of the time. And I'm definitely not one of those people that just go up to people and give messages. You know, I, I do not do unsolicited uh, messages at all. Now, if people ask, absolutely, you know, in, in my clients' book readings and, and even with my own family, um, I have some that come to me, but I don't necessarily just come out and tell them things that I feel that they should know. I I wait because I recognize that everyone has free will, and I'm not a fortune teller. I don't want to mess up people's life experiences. I definitely want to honor that for them. I know. It's really tricky, isn't it? I mean, you know, especially when you can't turn it off. I mean, that's what I say to people. I can't turn it off, but I also don't laser it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a filter. And, right. you know, we can focus in or we can, like, broaden it out and, um, but but very much, um, I'm very empathic, very um, sensitive. And when I was young, I had epilepsy, migraine, seizures, and just was not good. I've got a central tremor. And 
as I realized looking back now, all of this was channeling energy. And so becoming a Reiki master really helped me control that energy. Yeah, it's um the the brain is an interesting thing and you know I used uh Daniel Con- Dr. Daniel Condren's book a lot. Of course Louise Hay Heal Your Body, but mm-hmm. um Dr. Daniel Condren is an amazing person living on planet Earth right now and you know he's the um the I don't know if they call it president or the head of all the school of metaphysics throughout the US and he did a lot of research with this book and it's it's very similar I mean it's, I I use both books but his book just really has a different take on it and um I had a client this week who was experiencing seizures and one of the things with seizures is you know partly it's it's this huge amount of brain activity but you're holding back and you don't know how to deal with it and it's you know it's oftentimes when you're awakening right so and and you know most people just don't know how to deal with it. But migraine headaches is the same thing. You know it's it's just the brain. There's too much. There's too much happening right there, and it builds up that pressure. But um, I looked up you know all the different things to help this client, and I thought, oh my goodness, it's just all so simple, really, if we would just you know relax and learn to meditate and keep ourselves balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and so, sometimes it's easier to say than do. Oh, I know. Okay, so let's talk quickly about Connect to the You Within. This is your other book. Um, This is a fabulous book. Both of these books, listeners, by the way, you know, there are tools, there are suggested questioning, and, you know, you teach them how to do affirmations, you teach them about the angels. There's just so much that you offer in these books. So um, let's talk about that book, though. Okay, yeah. Connect to the You Within is based on the idea that your soul is already awake, your humanness just simply needs to wake up to the knowingness of your soul. And so each chapter focuses on, um, there's eight different chapters with different topics, and each one has questions to consider and suggestions to consider and a meditation. Um, and, I, and I just, each book is different, but they very much obviously go together too. Okay. So both of these can be found um, with Shelley's website, which is ShellyRWilson.com. And um, is there anything else you want to say before? Uh, we, I, why don't you tell when your show is? Yeah, my show airs Wednesdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's the Shelley Wilson Show on Blog Talk Radio. And on Mondays I have Spirit Connections on the Shelley Wilson Show, and that's from 4 to 5 p.m. Great, 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 great. Okay, so we are going to um, come back to chatting in a little bit, but we're going to take our first caller, and we have um, Kathy. Uh, Kathy, are you there? I am. Hi, Kathy. Hi. And what is is your question this evening? I'm trying to figure out what's going on between my boss and I. Okay. So is there... Okay, so just enter the energetics of what is going on between you and your boss. Okay. And Shelly, would you like to well, go first? Well, I'm immediately getting lost in my heart chakra, so I just want to open up um, that heart chakra and acknowledge that for you, Kathy. Um, I want to recognize, too, that both of you are having your own experience. I definitely feel that there's a connection, and I'm not sure if when you ask if what's going on between if if we're talking about some kind of an intimacy or uncertainty um, because I'm feeling both in that regards to a degree but I definitely feel that there's a connection there whether it's a past life connection that needs to be continued 
Now I'm feeling loss in the solar plexus, so I want to just acknowledge, make sure that you stand in your power in regards to this. Make sure you communicate what you're feeling. If you're unable to do it to your boss, at least express it for yourself. Um, I agree with that, Joe. Um, he said to me that he never uh, said the word accuse when he accused me of abusing my sick leave, and I had to stand in my power today when I gave him the letter. And I had to walk away because I was so mad. I, why would I make that up? Well, you have to remember it goes back to perception as well because what you perceive and what he perceives are not always the same. Very few times it's the same experience, but because you're each having your own experience, you're going to see through, see things the way that you want to see them. So you just got to continue to stand in your power. That's what I feel, Kathy. And, and practice non-attachment to the outcome as far as non-attachment to his perception. Okay. Yeah, and, you know, Kathy, the, the whole thing is this. You know, if you're if you go into your innocence and forgive him for the illusion of of his misperception, shall we say? I mean, he's entitled to how he sees it, but in order to go to harmony in the workplace and harmony where you know everything works, um, I would ask the angels, you know, to clear your mind and body of anything that is standing in the way of peacefulness between the two of you. Right, and I even send. Um, Love and light to them. Perfect. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, that's what the whole journey is about. And he may be one of these people who has never taken a sick day and just, you know, gets totally activated. So maybe through you you and your innocence um, and just going back to peace and understanding that, you know, he's seeing it through his lens and you, you know, not judging exactly, you know, what Shelley was saying. We all have our own filter. Right. Yeah. So just take it to a higher level. Call the angels in. (laughs) I will. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome, and thanks for calling in tonight. Okay. Okay, so we are now going to go to uh, Tiffany from California. Tiffany, are you? Oh, hi, Tiffany. Hi. So how may we help this evening? Um, I am seeking um, insights, help on... Um, I've been applying for new jobs. I'm always looking and trying to be open and positive. Um, nothing, no leads yet. Um, can you share with me any insights that you pick up regarding this matter? So the the question is about a job. Yeah, clarity about the perfect job for Tiffany or giving her guidance on how to attract a perfect job. Would, would that is that a good summary? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that good. All right. Okay, so Shelley, when you, whenever you're ready. Okay, well, what I'm feeling, first of all, is I'm just feeling this whoosh of energy all the way down my arms and in my torso. So I want to acknowledge that for you, Tiffany. I definitely feel that you have a job coming, but I also feel that you need to look outside the box a little bit. I feel like you've got some blinders on and that you're kind of, and, I, and I'm saying this with love, but I kind of feel like you're constricting, um, meaning that you're, you're wanting it a certain way or a certain job, and I feel like spirit wants to give that to you, universe wants to give it to you, but you've got to allow and you've got to be in the flow where you're flexible. Okay, 
you are worthy to have that job, you are worthy to have that financial abundance, and this is something that you have to believe for yourself as well. So I definitely encourage you to open up and clear all of those chakras because all of them except for the third eye and the crown is what I was feeling was congested, okay? And, and that's not a bad thing, but I feel that we need to get those chakras moving. So um, in case we have listeners that don't know what the chakras are, there are seven major energy centers in the body. And what happens sometimes is if one is not as open, it can affect the one on the other side and above it. So what the whole, what Shelley's talking about is getting everything open and flowing so that spirit can work with us, so that we can hear the messages. Um, because sometimes when we doubt ourselves or are afraid of being in our personal power or anything like that, then we might be hearing it, but then it can't get in because the energy is blocked. Shelley, is that a yes, if you want to add it? Perfect. In. Absolutely okay. perfect. Okay. So um so you know, Tiffany, what I'm getting is there's there's a little bit you could do with your throat chakra. There's a um there's a part of you that people are almost treating you like a child because you um you sound younger than you, I think you are chronologically. So what they're saying is to actually use your voice and practice, like practice being really powerful and coming across really clearly, but smile when you do it. So mm-hmm. it's almost like you're going to do voice lessons with talking to the universe. Does does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And um, by removal of doubts, like, by changing my mindset and being more uh, certain that I deserve abundance, will that um, clear up my chakra or help my chakra? That will absolutely help because you have to make sure your thoughts and your words are in sync, and then you have to really believe what you're putting out there. So you can't just say it hoping that you're doing the right thing by saying it. You have to actually believe it. Mm -hmm. Right. And it so, comes back and, to loving yourself and recognizing that worthiness. Yeah. And see, the thoughts mm-hmm. are things. So if you're saying, I want abundance, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, what if I really had it? What would I do? It's, <laughs> you know, and that's what we were talking about earlier. I don't know if you, you were on the call that, you know, a lot of people will attract and manifest, but then they're like, oh, ah. So the whole thing is working with everything in sync, your chakras, your thoughts, your energy field, your whole worthiness, all of it works together. Okay. You have a gift with children, by the way. Um, You're really good with working with children. So um, keep your ears open. You know, there are, like, lots of kids right now, and they're they're very awake, like – so just, I would just, you know, keep your ears open because it may be an unusual job, like Shelley was saying, something outside the box. Okay, okay, I'll be receptive and open. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. And practice the, the the thing with your throat. I'm serious. I just see your throat chakra becoming really powerful. Okay, well, thanks for calling. Okay, so Shelley, I love the way you do readings. I knew Thank I you. would. <laughs> I just, um, it's such an honor and privilege to do this work. And, you know, I I, I remember the first time, well, not one, I don't know, one of the times I've seen Sylvia Brown many, many times. And I, I think that it's so good when spirit gives you messages with explaining what the chakras are and, you know, mm-hmm. empowering people in so many different ways. Well, I think that's why we're here too, Cindy, because some people can just give guidance 
or we can assist them on their journey and empower them to help find the answers for themselves, and, and that's why we teach. And, you know, just like the saying goes, you know, give a man a fish or teach a man to fish. And, and right. I'm here to do both, depending on what they need, but I really love the teaching aspect and incorporating that in my readings. Right, right. So, um you know, it's interesting. There's there's a person that I, you know I get emails from all directions, as I'm sure you do too. And you know, there's one person who teaches psychic development. Um, it's in another it's another part of the country, but she actually encourages all of her students to learn Reiki because the Reiki, as we both know, opens that channel. It does. Absolutely. And you know, uh, and and you know, so so listeners, if there's if you're wondering like how you can increase your intuition or be have more energy in a balanced way. Besides taking listening to the feng shui call, no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But um, is Reiki class? You know, yeah. Reiki Reiki just works with those power centers, and you know, the beautiful part of Reiki is that it knows. You know, your body has its own innate healing system, so the Reiki goes where your body, you know, most needs it. Yes, and and Reiki is a beautiful thing, and and I took my first class in August of 2008, and I have not been the same person. Since then, because literally, I used to be very obsessive, compulsive, very anal, making sure that everything was done, and, and now I'm just chilled. And, and I know that Reiki just came in, cleared out what didn't serve me, and very much helps me remain very peaceful and calm, even when situations may arise. Right. That's a good way to put it. Yes, because I, I go back to being at the mall at Christmas time, and you know how chaotic that can be. Well, this Reiki will just kick in and chill me out, and I'm just like, ah, oh, very good. Thank you very much, and, and, and that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> and it is a beautiful thing. And, you know, what I love about Reiki, you know, I, I was trained in advanced healing before Reiki, and, you know, the teacher that I studied with, you know, he's, he became certified in 60-something healing disciplines. And wow. Reiki, Reiki, I know, he was a chiropractor first, and um, it's called Body Harmony. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but so I studied that, you know, back in the 90s, and um, and I thought, well, why do I need to learn Reiki? And what's funny is that I, I had an office in Columbia, Missouri, and I would go up there once a month, and my organizer there who set up all my uh, sessions and everything said, have you ever thought about learning Reiki? And I'm like... I don't know, sort of, maybe. And she says, look, you're already doing it. You're already doing this advanced healing, but the Reiki would just give it even more power and it would help you. So I'm like, okay. And she says, you know, so I I came and this this was just, you know, interesting how it happened. She says, you already know all this stuff, so here's here's the manual. You can kind of look it over. And she goes, so just, you know, sit down and, you know, or lay down, actually. She had me lay down and, you know, close your eyes. And then she said, okay. You know, I'll see you next month when you come. We'll give you um, your sec, you know, Reiki level two attunement. I'm like, all right. And she said, here's, you know, here's a list of books you might want to read. And you know, but um, if you have any questions, you can you know, ask me next month. So that that was my Reiki one. Okay, so then, <laughs> so I came back the next month, and she said, so how have you been? I'm like, you know, I said I've noticed that my hands feel tingly and. You know, I I feel a little you know a little more peaceful, but you know nothing you know too much different. So I kid you not, Ricky, too the same thing. Here's here's some notes, and you know you um and but I didn't like no class or anything. So then when I got my Ricky mastership, it was like way later. Well, not way later. It was probably five or six, four or five years later. I 
Ma'am, no, actually, that's not true. It was about four years. And it was the same thing, Shelly. I kid you not. It was like this person who knew that I um, was already doing the work, and she goes, I know I didn't do it because the Reiki 1, Reiki 2 teacher had moved to another part of the country, so I had this other person giving me the Reiki Master, and she says, do you know the symbols? I said, yeah. She says, do you know this? I said, yeah. She goes, okay, well, we'll just have a seat in this chair. She says, normally I do this in a six-week class in the evening, but I think you're ready. So once again sat in a chair, eyes closed, get this thing. She goes, okay, well, here's your certificate, and off I went. So I was like, what just happened? happened. And so I researched for two years. I interviewed Reiki Masters to see who I wanted to, like, teach with me because I knew I didn't know how to teach. I had never experienced a class. So by the time I taught, I I found this person that I just totally respected and, you know, everything we were in alignment with. She created a manual, and we taught together for two years. And finally I said, you know, I think I'm ready to do this on my own now. So anyway, so Reiki, in case some of you are like, oh, I've done that, but it wasn't uh, wasn't blah, blah, blah. Oh, yes, it was. I mean, it changed me in ways that I wasn't aware of. It was more subtle. Um, but now that you know, I've studied it more and I've taught it more. I mean, it, it's the fastest way I think to get from A to Z with quieting the mind and having balanced energy. Yes, I, I would. I would definitely agree, and I love that you shared that experience because the thing is, is we are all made up of energy. Every cell in our body is energy, and therefore, it seems only natural that we are able to channel that energy. And Reiki is simply a technique that we can use to control it. Right. It's like so amazing and it's so beautiful and simple and they're using in hospitals, nuns, priests, doctors, you know, school teachers. I've I've given attunements to more people like teachers who Reiki their class without them even knowing it when the kids get too wound up, you know, bringing the peace, you know, and, um, and, you know, it's just beautiful. So, um, okay, so we have a couple more people who would like to ask um, questions. We have uh, Louise from St. Louis. Okay. Hello, how are you, Cindy? It's Louise. Hi, so glad you could be here tonight. Yes, and hello, Shelley. Hello. Um, my question is, will my husband and I be moving to a new part of the country, um, like within the next year or so? Okay, well, Louise, I immediately am going to ask you, do you desire to move to another part of the country in the next year or so? <laughs> we have a home in St. Louis and a part-time home in Florida, Okay. And I would like to have one home. Okay. Um, our children are all on the East Coast, so I would prefer somewhere on the East Coast to be okay. closer well, to them. Well, I definitely, I'm just tapping into your energy. I'm feeling lots in the heart, lots in the solar plexus again. I want to acknowledge that you are creating your reality. So absolutely, if that is something that you desire, you can manifest it. You just have to put it out there and then begin making it happen because that's what happens. You have to take action on those hopes, those desires, those dreams, and then there it is. Um, I definitely feel that you've got to let go of any fear or worry that you have surrounding this um, because if you have fear or worry, then that's what you're going to infuse it with and that's not what you want. And in this moment, I'm feeling some low back pain. So if you have any kind of challenges in the low back area, we want to acknowledge it, tied to fear, (laughs) tied to worry tied to even financial concerns. Let that go and just allow yourself to breathe in that green healing energy from Archangel Raphael and exhale anyone and any fear and anything that doesn't serve you. Today's the full moon. 
today is a great day to let go of fear. And okay. so I definitely encourage you to move forward and allow yourself to live your life and make those conscious choices to go forward and to make that physical move. Will we it be one home or will we just um maintain two two different homes? Well, um, you can maintain two if you like or you can consolidate and move to one. This is your choice. It's okay. interesting. You know, Louise, are you considering selling both and moving to a third? Yes. I I'm, I don't know. I'm just hearing North Carolina, South Carolina, somewhere. I mean, it's definitely on on the East Coast. And they and what I'm hearing is banish all doubt. You are are channeling or or your guys are helping you with saying Florida's too far. That's why I, I don't know why I'm hearing this. Like Florida seems too far, but it's for my children. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that I'm like, why am I hearing it's too far? But it's it's you have a lot of energy going in a lot of different directions, and I think that's and I can't hear the name of it, but it's like a wraparound porch and willows or something or some kind of seagrass. Okay. Have you ever been to the North Carolina, South Carolina? Have you been to that area? Uh, I was thinking of Virginia. Like it's always attracted me. Um, I wrote about that past life in my novel with my husband when we were in Virginia in the 1850s. So it's always drawn me back to that area. But I'm open to anywhere around there. You know, North Carolina, uh, Virginia, Maryland, anywhere in that vicinity, because we could see our children more often. Right. Um, you know, what I'm getting is just banish all doubt, full speed ahead, and go on a road trip. Just you're, you're you're going to, you know how you just know something when you see it and feel it? Right. Um, Shelly, do you get anything else? I, I mean, but, I got but, the road trip, too, because I, I'm definitely <laughs> saying go and visit and travel rather than making an assumption that you want to live somewhere. Go spend mm-hmm. some time there, um, even if it's just a few days, because you'll get a feel for the area and the energy of the area when you're actually there. Okay. Yeah, and it's just playtime. I mean, just, you know, don't don't get frustrated. I mean, it's totally, this is play. Invite the dolphins, invite the angels. Just, okay, we're on a road trip. I mean, and you can even do a road trip with one of the kids, you know, like just say, hey, you want to come with me? I'm going exploring. Um, my older sister is going to Virginia exploring um, in a couple few weeks, so <laughs> maybe I'll join her. I think you Gosh, you'll, be, you'll be the uh, near the Edgar Casey ARE place. I know. Oh my gosh, that is fabulous! I mean, and that's white sand beaches. It's gorgeous there. Um, oh my gosh, and you know, all of the Edgar Casey files are now all computerized, so it's just phenomenal. It's just like right at your fingertips. But um but yeah, you're you, you know, you're going to know what to do. I mean, and and you know, don't worry about the money like Shelley was saying that, you know, low back thing. I you got the I pulled a card. You got the angel of abundance watching over this whole deal. So money's not going to be a problem if you decide to sell both or keep one and buy a new other. It doesn't matter. It's all going to it's all depending on, you know, what you decide. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay. And have fun, Louise. Have fun. <laughs> <Okay>. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. 
Is it? I mean, it is an adventure. This life is an adventure. And, you know, I was just, as you know, just in Spain. And, you know, my daughter's going to be living in Spain. So I wanted to see where she would be teaching and everything. But, you know, like if people were to say, is Spain on your list? Yes, at some point. But, you know, if she she had not been teaching there, et cetera, I don't know that I would have been drawn to to going to Spain. But, like Louise was talking about with the Virginia thing, I was on this bus coming back from Tangier, Africa, and, you know, Morocco, and I'm, you know, my daughter was asleep across the aisle, and all of a sudden we were in this little town, and I just, every antenna was up. I thought, where is this? And I'll tell you what, it's, and then I I bought this book, and I'm reading in the book, and it's talking about this little town uh, outside of Malaga, Spain, and this was an hour outside of Malaga, Spain, and I just know I'm going to live there someday. You know how you just... You just mm-hmm. know. So I'm just taking now. Spanish lessons. I just signed up for Spanish lessons. <laughs> oh, so I, and, and I thought, I could never have predicted that. But many times um, I've said in the last few years that there will be a time I want to live by the sea for one year. I just want <laughs> one year by the sea. And it's never by the ocean. And I thought, I wonder where this is. Well, now I know. Yes, you do. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so... Shelly, I want to ask you, we we do have one more caller, and please be patient. We'll be right there. I want to ask you, with the mediumship work, Mm -hmm. you know, when did you, how did that come about, and how did you know that you were able to do that work? Well, literally, um, I didn't know who Lisa Williams was, and it wasn't until I got the Tulsa World February of 2010 and saw this little ad that she was coming to Tulsa, and I knew I needed to be there, and the rest is history, Uh, literally after that, because... Lisa, I signed up for a newsletter, and she sent um, in an email that she was going to be holding an intermediate mediumship class November of 2010 in Dallas, and she has people apply for her classes, and I applied, and I just knew I was going to do it, and then when I got there, I had never done any kind of mediumship before, and I was reading and, and getting information and loved ones coming through, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I really can do this. And it just went from there, and and I began developing it. And the thing was I had to trust this information coming through because I'm very claircognizant and very clairsentient. The clairvoyance and clairaudience comes in spurts, but otherwise I just know. I just get these thoughts that come into my mind, and then I just give the information. And my humanness wants to analyze it and say, oh, really, you know, seriously, I'm making this up. Where did this come from? And, And so it's been a process of just giving the mail, delivering the mail. As John Edwards says, don't read it, just deliver it. (laughs) And John Holland says, you're just a tube. And so, yes, when we recognize we're just that channel, we just give what we get and don't try to analyze it or don't try to figure it out, just deliver it, then it's much easier. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? It's just fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. So um, I was just curious because um, I know that you know, so much of the um, the work these days, so many people are just, you know, they, they just want to talk to their loved ones. You know, yeah. they want to know. And I was recently at a conference called the Afterlife Conference, and, you know, it was, it was fascinating. I was originally a nurse way back when, so there were nurses and doctors and emergency room uh, personnel, and then there were people who had lost, you know, children or loved ones, and then there was a psychic medium. So it was all like, and the shamans, all in one conference, and then hospice wow. workers. And, you know, 
it was just, I thought, this would never have happened 20 years ago. I mean, it's just, you Maybe know, it's the time. Maybe not even five years ago. Oh, I know. Honest, it's like, you know? yeah, absolutely. Okay, so so we are going to now go to Christine from Georgia. Okay. Christine, are you there? Hi there. Hi, Christine. Hi. Oh, thank you for taking my call. Um, I was wondering if I can get some guidance on... Um, this uh, conflict that I have at work, um, how is this going to get resolved? Okay, conflict at work. Okay, as soon as I am tapping into your energy, I'm having serious discomfort in my heart and in my low back. So first of all, let go of the fear, let go of the worry surrounding this experience. Really open up that heart chakra and allow yourself to see this experience as an opportunity for learning and growth. There's a lesson or an experience for you to grow from from this conflict, okay? And, and conflict is how you perceive it. So I'm going to term it situation, from the situation at work. So what I feel for you, Christine, is see things from that higher perspective, okay? Step back, detach. Don't be involved in it as a participant. Rather, step back and see things through the eyes of love rather than through the eyes of fear, and when you do that, you're going to shift the experience. I do feel that there will be resolution, that it will be positive, but you do have to see things from that higher perspective and you have to let go of the fear. Okay. You know, it's it's interesting, um, heart chakra totally, um, but there, you're being called to... Um, Almost mother yourself with this issue. Um, I don't think you're going to be validated from this other person. I, and if you're looking for validation or an apology, it's probably, I just don't see it coming. Maybe in time. But what I see right now is if if you would just, like, not let it bother you, if that makes sense. Like, um, going into your heart and, and saying, what can I learn from this experience? How can I... Um, move forward because it, it really feels like right now you're just totally like you can't you're, you're like I'm not going to use the word uh, I don't like to use the word obsessed but it just seems like it's running through your mind like on your mind on your mind on your mind and uh, earlier we talked about what you focus on expands and so instead I would just focus on perfect resolution perfect resolution you know, perfect right um, solution or resolution, perfect right resolution. I've never even said those words. Perfect right resolution or highest good for all concerned. And it just feels like um, you've got an Archangel Gabriel communication right there with you saying, you know, you know what with children we say, use your words <laughs> instead of like, you know, crying. So Archangel Gabriel is saying maybe write it down on paper, like write down how you're feeling. And then with the full moon that Shelly mentioned, I forgot it was full moon tonight. Full moon's the perfect time, you know, to write down on a piece of paper what we want to let go of and just let it go. And so I would just write down, I want to let go of the anxiety and these awful feelings with this person at work or whatever. And then just let it go. Just get off it and, and you know, just treat it with love. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I know it's a big step. Yes, I, I want to add really to that help <laughs> too. Well, the thing is, Christine, don't take it personally. Don't take this conflict personally. And I want to say too that there's only five things that we can control. We can control our thoughts, our words, our actions, our emotions, and our reactions. 
so no one can make you feel a certain way. You can only allow yourself to feel that way. And you can control how you choose to react. And when you recognize you can't control other people, you can only control yourself, once again, you're going to shift that. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Good luck. I know it's not easy sometimes. You know, it's um, it's so interesting. Like, once we detach, like you were talking about, there's only so much we can control, and that mm-hmm. detachment, you know, or discernment, you know, like when you ask for discernment so that you can tell the difference, from, you know, et cetera. But it, it's like when you're in it, it's it's so hard. It is. You know, and, and it's a process. You, right. you can't do it overnight. This is why we're here to learn on our school because it takes time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Shelley, I'm going to ask you with um, – with, you know, everything that happened when 2012 ended and we went into this 2013 and all of the energy of 2013 and, you know, here we are, it's already like, you know, toward August the third 20th, week. I know. I know. <laughs> and, and it's like, okay, so what have you noticed? I mean, you know, anything you want to share, what have you noticed yeah. with the changes, especially lately, in the frequencies? Well, I can definitely feel a lot of change, a lot of transformation, both for myself and for others. And I can tell a lot of people are being revealed, literally seeing people for who they really are rather than that illusion that they put forth. And I think it's because we're allowing ourselves to see things from that higher perspective and not getting involved. We're detaching from it. And, you know, this is something that I encourage for everyone. Choose to see everyone and everything through the eyes of love rather than fear. And when you do that, you're going to see things how they really are. Absolutely. You know, I I once um, had someone give me this beautiful little tool that I use um, when I, when I you know, when something comes up. And so if any of you with the conflict at work are still listening, a wonderful thing to do is to paint this person pink in your mind. Just take pink and paint them pink and just say, I'm sending you love. I'm painting you with love. And if, you're, if you know the heart chakra, you know that the color is actually green. But rose quartz crystals yeah. have the frequency of love. So when you're painting someone pink and you're just, you know, and, and you're not doing anything malicious or anything, you're just painting them with pink and sending them love. Oftentimes, just that willingness to, like, come from love and do this visualization will shift it just like that's that. a great tool. And also, <laughs> I would like to invite anyone that's guided um, to have assistance in clearing and balancing their chakras. I have a five-minute MP3 audio file. Send me a email at Shelly at ShellyRWilson.com, and I will send that right to you to help clear those chakras. That's awesome, Shelly. I'm going to actually send that, and then I can um, send that to clients too. Perfect. That's, that's perfect. Okay, so I know we had a lot of listeners that were listening tonight, which, you know, not everyone asks questions, but I know that we're all part of the divine mind. So, um, you know, we all got messages, even if we did not get a message, you know, 
personally from the two of us uh, in spirit. But I just want to thank everyone for calling tonight. And um, this is Shelley R. Wilson. So Shelley at Shelley R. Wilson for that beautiful MP3 that she's talking about. And um, if you would like to join me for the free feng shui call on Thursday. Um, and the other thing that I'm doing also is once a month I'm doing a drawing. I forgot to mention this. We just started this. Once a month I will do a free 30-minute drawing, or a reading rather. Um, but you have to you know, send the email to info at spiritseeker.com and then we add you to our email list and then once a month I'm drawing, uh, doing a drawing for a free reading for someone that uh, listens to the show and that's whether you're listening to the live show or the archive show um, we just want, you know, this is something new that we're offering so Shelly, I would like you uh, actually I'm going to open your 28 days to a new you and that's how we're going to end it tonight and I, heard, oh this is so interesting day 23 to a new you non-attachment to the outcome there we go i know it's exactly what you've been saying so the 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 quote is i know what i have given you i do not know what you have received by antonio portia yes everyone has their own perception of every experience this is a beautiful book, absolutely beautiful. And there's a, an excerpt in this issue of Spirit Seeker, uh, Spirit Seeker magazine, uh, www.spiritseeker.com. Just click on the cover. We are actually doing an excerpt from Connect to the You Within in the uh, September issue. And all of the magazines are archived, and all of these radio shows, Shelley's and mine, are all archived. So you have lots of resources right here. <laughs> so Wonderful. Okay. Well, Cindy, thank you for today. I just thoroughly enjoyed this time together, and I would love to reciprocate and have you join me on the Shelley Wilson Show. Oh, I would love that. I just love playing with you and doing spirits work. And I was just getting ready to thank you. So, um, I mean, this has just been a joy and a pleasure. And, you know, listeners, you can see we both just love what we do. And it's an honor and a privilege to to host these shows. And so thank you so much for listening. And, Shelley, thank you for taking time. I know you're really busy. And just thanks so much for being my guest this evening. Thank you. From my heart to yours. Okay. Good night, everyone. We'll be back next week. Namaste. Have a fabulous week. Okay.